You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> hey, everybody. Before we get into the episode, I wanted to remind you about Michael McIntyre's new live event on May 30th in Dallas, Texas. It's called Acceleration 2020. It is for you, whether you're in direct sales, whether you're an engineer, a school teacher, a pastor, maybe you're just going in for a promotion or raise at work. Everybody is selling something. And here's the deal. This is going to be an event that's going to drill into community, relationships, business. It's going to wake you up to the idea that $100,000 is the new minimum wage, 250 k per year will help you build a legacy. This one-time event is open for registration right now. And you can do it at themichaelmcintyre.com. There's an early bird registration. Go check it out. This event will help you with the tools that you need. It's Michael McIntyre and some guest speakers for a one-day event in Dallas, Texas on May 30th. Go register at themichaelmcintyre.com today. This is the Next Level Podcast, a place for business leaders, entrepreneurs, and dreamers to be empowered for an abundant kingdom life. Here's your host, Michael McIntyre. Hey, everybody. Well, thank you and welcome to the Next Level Podcast. This is your humble host, Michael McIntyre, and I am so honored today to uh, share a friend with you and somebody that I met a few years ago and who is on fire, baby. <laughs> He's on fire. He's out there putting it out there and uh, making a difference. Just a complete world changer. Uh, my friend, David Harris Jr. He's an author, a speaker, a leader in the conservative and pro-life movement. Yes, Jesus. He is a proud fellow of the Falkirk Center and a board member of Black Voices for Trump Coalition. He is the host of his own show, DavidHarrisJr.com. Got to check that out. His book, Why I Couldn't Stay Silent, breaks down some of the racial, political, and assumptive barriers that are currently front and center in our society. He has launched a podcast that you can find him on all the favorite podcast platforms. So welcome, my man. Welcome. Man, so good to have you here, David. Hey, it's a pleasure to be on with you, Michael. Bless you, my brother. Love your podcast. Love what you're doing. It's an honor to be with you today. Awesome. Awesome. So, man, you know, I know we met uh, a few years ago and at a Lance Wallnow event that I got to come in there and speak for your great, uh, your, your marketing and uh, company and you and Jennifer are true entrepreneurs in every sense of the word. And, and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, your business is going good. Then all of a sudden I'm sitting here watching Fox and Friends one morning and my morning ritual of getting my right wing TV fix. And, uh, man, I see your beautiful face on there with uh, a MAGA hat. Uh, and it's like, come on, David, man, what happened, bro? And all of, a, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, now you're hanging out with uh, President Trump. He's asking if you're in the meeting, and man, you're like, uh, big deal, bro. So what happened, man? Well, Michael, it's really just a journey, unlike uh, uh, unlike anything I've experienced before. Um, I, actually, you know what? I've experienced it before, but it was in a different space. It was in business. The first time I, I launched my first company. God really just ordered my steps, brother. And uh, I was just being faithful and little, and he just kept opening doors. And within uh, not too long at all, we were doing our, our small company was doing two million a year in sales. So that's kind of from a, from a sales perspective, an entrepreneurship perspective. But uh, in this, again, it was just God ordering my steps because I just, uh, right after the third debate in 2016, between then the candidate Trump and Hillary, um, I just hopped on Facebook. I had like 1,500 friends. And I just poured my heart out as a Christian, as a husband, as a father, uh, as a business owner, as a member of the black community. I said, this is what I believe is at stake for our country. And this is why we need to support Donald Trump. And it was a very pro-life message. You know, Hillary had made uh, no, no qualms about the fact that she believed that unborn babies didn't deserve any rights whatsoever, mm. which is, is what's pushing so many states to the, to the point of infanticide talk that they're having now and where New York is championing late-term abortions and it's just so barbaric right. it's just unbelievable while it on is. the other hand donald trump stands for for the unborn baby's lives and uh so i just poured my heart out about 14 plus minute message it was a long message 
And I just didn't <laughs> I love care. It. I didn't care who, you know, what the response was going to be. I just poured my heart out. And the video just started going viral, Michael. I mean, it went to 50,000 views the next day, 100,000 views the next day, 200, 300, 400,000 views. And, uh, and my inbox was flooded with messages from men, women, black, Asian, Hispanic, white. Um, and an, wow. an overarching theme was from, the, from these messages, an overarching theme was that they were saying to me that they were Democrat, that their whole family were Democrats that they were all going to vote for Hillary, but because of my message, they said they had to vote for Trump because that was wow. a vote for life. And Come so on. from there, I just, I felt like God was saying, Hey, if people are going to listen to you, you know, if, it, if you can help save one baby, you know, you need to do what you can. So I started a public figure page, just kept making videos that, uh, uh, that continued until I realized that uh, the the main the majority of the mainstream media is so slanted with a liberal bias that I uh, I got some writers together and started uh, producing our own news articles. Uh, so now we produce around 20, uh, 15 to twenty news articles a day at davidharrisjr.com, where you're not I getting that it. liberal left slant. And then that progressed into where uh, I do a show where I cover uh, the hottest articles or hottest news the last 24 hours, social, political, uh, cultural issues. And then uh, that's got me to the point where I've been retweeted by the president and shared and on Fox Friends. And I was on Fox Business last night. And so, again, it just goes back to, man, we have such a good papa. And he's so faithful to just uh, order our steps <laughs> if we just let him. So good, man. I just get goosebumps hearing your story, man. It's just so exciting. I just, I just love it how how God's working in, in you and with you and, and reaching out to a community that probably, you know, uh, you know, hasn't been reached out to in such a way by such a forceful voice for that, because were, were you raised Republican or conservative? I don't remember being raised anything. My, my family wasn't very political. <laughs> you know, okay. I, I, I have the, I have the benefit, unlike a lot of families and especially in the black community of not hearing Republicans are racist and the Democrats are the South, are the saviors of the black community. I didn't hear that growing sure. up. My dad right. wasn't very political. And right. uh, but we were we were a faith-based family. We went to church every Sunday. And yeah. I remember my mom, you know, I just I just remember growing up with a sense for the for pro-life, you know, understanding and just I think we all have a God-given sense that babies inside the womb are babies just like outside the womb. And if you're a believer, you, you know they need to be protected. And so the thought of, of abortion being an okay thing never sat well with me. So I didn't really start paying attention to politics really until probably before 2008 um, when Barack Obama was about to was, – was running for office. And I sure. remember talking to my mom, and uh, I was like, you know, look at this. A black guy could actually become president. And she said, just pay attention to how he votes and how he's voted in the past. Research that. Mm. And don't, mm. don't pay attention to what he says on stage. So when I began to research what was, to me, the most important issue, the issue of life for unborn babies, I discovered that he had voted for partial birth abortion, for late-term abortion. And he even, he'd even voted against a bill that would have given babies of survived abortions medical treatment. And I said, what kind of individual would vote yeah. against a bill to give a baby that survived attempted, attempted murder medical treatment? It was just so mm. barbaric and disgusting and evil to me that I said, yeah. I don't care what color he is. So that's when I really began to pay attention and wow. then uh, kept paying attention all throughout Obama's years. And sure. then uh, was just, I guess, primed and, and ready when, when I saw Donald Trump and the way he spoke and the way he, you know, shared his, his beliefs and what was what valued what he valued. I said, this man lines up with what I value, regardless of the rhetoric and regardless of the mainstream media's onslaught on trying to twist everything he says. And, you know, I, I, I saw through all that. And, and uh, yeah, so I was just I was ready to support him. And I have from before he became president. So cool. That's so awesome, David. And so with, with this journey that you're on and, and really your life is really you, you, you really put it out there and, and, and just being bold in Christ and being a being a, 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 a spokesperson, if you will, uh, for the black community, for black conservatives and for all Americans. And you, you came out with this book and, you know, this is why I couldn't stay silent. One one man's battle as a black conservative. And when you when you came out with this, did you get any backlash from anybody or was it just well received or how how did that come out? 
oh, I've been getting backlash since that very first video. You know, I shared the overarching <laughs> theme that, yeah. that resonated with me were all the positive emails. But uh, I definitely got a ton of negative emails too, negative messages from blacks, Hispanics, mm. and even white folks that feel confident wow. enough to call me out and call me racist slurs like house, you know, ne- Negro, but not using that word and, and, right, and right. sell out and all these things. I've been getting the negative stuff since uh, since that first video, so it's not wow. it's not anything new. But the positive stuff I get is what makes it all worth it. Um, I'll give Come you an on. example. About a year after, and I, I put this in the book as well, but about a year after that first message that I shared that went viral, um, another message that my wife felt felt that she needed to share was the fact that um, her mom, when her mom was was uh, dying of cancer, she was fighting cancer and she was on hospice and she was at our house. Her aunt came over to help take care of of her mom with uh, with us, and her mom her aunt must not have known that that Jennifer and her mom Jeanette had never talked about it. But her aunt just kind of threw out there, "Man, Jeanette, aren't you glad you left that abortion clinic and had Jennifer?" So mm. right like oh that, my. Jennifer found wow. out that her, her mom was actually going to abort her and decided not wow. to at the last minute. So that gave her <laughs> a whole new fresh you know, appreciation for life. You know, our two beautiful, amazing daughters that are here wouldn't be here. She wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be the man I am today if it wasn't for my bride. And uh, so she shared that message, just uh, she wrote it all out. And so about a year after that first viral message, um, and my wife shared that, which also went viral, um, a friend of mine reached out to me and he said, David, he said, I have a friend that was contemplating having an abortion. And I didn't know if I knew exactly what to say he said, but I just shared your video with her and I shared your wife's testimony. <laughs> mm, I still get wow. choked up when I think about it. Come on. And he said, he said, all I can tell you is here's a picture of little baby Ian. She decided to have the baby. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. That's so awesome, man. Wow. So, I, that's so cool. What, what, what a great thing to be able to be on the front lines of watching the Holy Spirit operate, you know, and w- what you're doing out there and just, putting it out there and and you know it's it's like uh, when we watch president trump you know i mean every day he gets up he's like george custer man he's got arrows in from everybody you know and yeah uh, he, and he is you know from you know from the establishment on both sides and and oh, yeah. he stays he stays true to it and i think i think that's why uh, uh men like you that make a stand and women like th- that make a stand like this is just so it's so amazing and it's so it's just so cool to watch that and and you know I've been watching you know your stuff and and how you you're taking your banner out there Trump 2020 you're on the airplane <laughs> doing all this I love that man it's so cool to be out there amongst them and and not just not just talking to talk but walking the walk and and that's called leadership as you know and and uh you know you've got such a leadership quality Dave and I think it's it's really it, it I'm sure, you know, your parents had, you know, you were parented well, and of course you found your faith, and then you, you latched onto this, and, and, and it, there's no accidents, I believe. I believe it's all ordained. We, we worship a huge God, and so you're out there making all this happen. So tell me this, because I know our listeners are going to want to know, because recently uh, you, were, you were in uh, the meeting with the White, at the White House. I think you guys were in the cabinet room. Uh, how was that? How did that all get set up? Because it looked amazing. And I heard, I heard President Trump wanted to make sure that you were going to be there. And uh, that's pretty cool, dude. So I want to hear this. Our listeners want to hear about the setup. It was, Michael. It was very uh, surreal. That was my um, gosh, I don't know, sixth or seventh time I've been to the White House, uh, third time for Black <laughs> History Month. That's but so cool. Third time for Black History Month. But this time, um, I got a special invitation to meet with the president in the, uh, uh, in the conference room right next, to, right next to, adjacent to the Oval Office. Uh, like so you cool. walk out of the Oval Office into this meeting room. It's the one you always see where all the people are around the big, long wooden table. Amazing. Yeah. Room. And I was in there with about 20 uh, other uh, individuals. And uh, Paula, Pastor Paula White was in there. Pastor Daryl Scott was in there. Uh, Candace Owens was in there. Diamond and Silk were in there. Um, wow. uh, just amazing individuals. I just felt so honored to be in there. And as soon as we were in there and we're waiting for the president to walk in, and his staff walks out of the Oval Office first. He was in there being briefed about something. His staff walks out first. 
And uh, Jerron is on the staff, and he walks over to me, and he's like, David, he's all the president was just asking about you by name. He wanted to make sure you were in here. <laughs> I and I was it. like, what? <laughs> and then uh, and then he, he was just, you know, patted me on the back and went and sat down. And then another staffer came over and was like, oh, David, yeah, the president was just asking about you. He wanted to make sure you were in here. So Come it's on, like, oh, baby. my goodness. To fat. To know that the president knows and recognizes what you're doing to support him and what you're doing and mean to the movement uh, just couldn't be couldn't be uh, a great one of the one of the greatest honors. Obviously, my greatest honor is my salvation and just having a relationship with Papa. And then it's sure. my bride and then it's my girls, you know. Uh, yeah, but, uh, but after that, uh, yeah. as far as highlights go, being able to meet with the president in that room and then having the opportunity to speak one on one directly to him for two minutes. Yeah him looking right at me and, and I'm just sharing why I support him and, and getting that opportunity to, uh, to do that was amazing. And then to top it off, he invites us all into the Oval Office. Awesome. So now we're in the Oval Office. We're taking <laughs> pictures. It. And here, I'll share this with you too. Here's how, here's how I think Papa helps coordinate some things sometimes. I've been to the, I've been to the West Wing before. Um, and when you go in the West Wing as a guest, you normally have to check your phone in as soon as you walk in. They just mm-hmm. make you check your phone in. Well, I had gotten there maybe five minutes late than later than everybody else. Most everybody was already upstairs. So the person that met me, she just walked me right upstairs. I didn't even think about it. I still had my phone. Um, and then, and then uh, they did one more phone. They did one more phone check. And I think I pulled a Michael McIntyre. They did one more phone check. That the gal was walking around with a box full of cell phones. And when I saw it, I just turned the I turned the other way and walked away. Like I didn't see nothing. <laughs> so I was I like, I got it. my phone in this far. I ain't gonna just voluntarily give it up now. Come on, so baby. I get into the room. So when we get into the Oval Office, I'm the only guest in there that's got his phone. So I'm recording for I'm recording for people. Uh, I'm taking pictures. We all got a picture with the president uh, at his desk. That's so cool. Then he indicted. So then, cool. then they said, okay, we're gonna break. You know, to the East Wing where all everybody else is waiting for the president to come out for Black History Month celebration. Everybody's waiting. And uh, almost everybody leaves. And I'm just lingering. You know, I like to linger. I am stay close to the president <laughs> as long as I can. And there's probably sure. five or six of us that are lingering. And he's like, you know what? It's a small group. Come on back here. Come back here. So he, he invites us back behind the Oval Office, just down, down oh, the little hall. Right There's a closet right there, a big walk-in, huge closet. It's got all this Trump gear. And he just starts grabbing stuff and handing it to us. He's just grabbing stuff. He grabs a stack of those red Keep America Great hats and he starts signing them. He's like, let's go back to my let's go back to my desk. I can sign them better. So we go back to his desk and he's he's signing hats and he's giving out those big black Sharpie pins with his gold signature on it. Yeah. And uh and I say I say, Mr. President, can we do a video? And he said, Yeah, let's do it. So I have the opportunity. <laughs> I pull my phone out because nobody else has their phone, right? And uh, if I could be honest with you, if I could go back, I would have asked a better question. I was on this track where I was asking people because I had this video idea in mind that I'm actually going to release uh, this week. But uh, I, I've been asking people if they like my hat. And then when I, I ran into Attorney General William Barr in D.C. and he yeah. knew who I was. I was like, you know I saw I that video. Like, oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and then uh, I, I saw I saw Mike Pence at CPAC, and uh, so I was like, I'm going to ask him the same thing. You know, you do you watch my videos? And he's like, Yeah, yeah, you're a star, David. You're a star. So <laughs> I had that in my head. So if I could be humbly honest here, it's funny that I get the opportunity to ask the president a question, and I asked him if he liked my videos. <laughs> now it seems so selfish. I'm like, you could ask anything else. I actually no, had man. questions I wanted to ask him. But uh, yeah. all I said is, do you like my videos? He said, I do, I do. You're a great guy. And then that was pretty That's much the awesome. end of the clip. That's so awesome. It, all things I, work I, together for good. Amen. I can't wait until I well, get an opportunity to ask him another question on camera. I will not ask him if he likes my videos. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I am certain that you'll have another opportunity. I have no doubt in my mind. It's going to be great. I'm sure you'll be out there on the campaign trail. And uh, have you been to one of the rallies? I was actually, yeah. I was at the rally in Dallas. And okay. uh, I had the opportunity. I had I got an email beforehand that said the president would like to get his picture or what well, meet wasn't the president would like to, but you have the opportunity to meet with the president before the rally uh, down below stage. They have pictures, so when you mm-hmm. see people getting their picture taken, it's around rally time. Um, I didn't realize it was going to be all that, but I did get a chance to go down below 
uh, before the president went out for the rally in Dallas, which was huge. So many people there, yeah. so many people on overflow. And I'm downstairs below, and I'm in this long line of all these people that probably donated, or, or at least he wanted to, you know, have an opportunity to meet. But I think you got to normally uh, pay a good sized donation to be able to meet with him sure. when, when you go down there. And I'm in the back of the line. I'm wearing my T-shirt, my I, my hashtag I support 45 T-shirt. And uh, I got to meet him, shake his hand, get a picture with him, and then go out and watch him speak. So it was pretty surreal awesome. and amazing. And uh, yeah, but I, I believe I'll be attending some more this year too. So I'm certain that you, I'm certain that you will. You'll be in the VIP section, of course. So let me ask you this: You've got so all this is going on. You've uh, you got to you also got to interview Kellyanne Conway. I understand. I did, yeah. For the March for Life, uh, the White yeah. House actually asked me and Elizabeth Johnston, the activist mommy. Amazing, amazing woman, amazing story, 10 kids, uh, homeschools them all. Um, if we would be willing to come in and interview Kellyanne uh, while we were there for the March for Life. And of course we said yes. So uh, yeah, I got a, I got about a 10 minute interview. It was supposed to be three minutes, but uh, you know, I, I, she, she knew who I was as well and said, your dad is yeah. proud of you and, and said, uh, you know, you know, ask your questions. And uh, so three minutes turned into 10 minutes right. and she shared <laughs> You know why this president is the most pro-life president that we've ever had, and, and yep. uh, listed all of the uh, all the achievements and uh, and positive actions that he's taken to defund Planned Parenthood, uh, with mm-hmm. Title X, with uh, with so many things that the president's done to support championing unborn babies, and uh, it was amazing. It was surreal, and that was in the Roosevelt Room of the White House. So cool. She's an amazing, brilliant woman. She really is. She is. And, uh, she absolutely. Yeah. Is. Yeah, she, I'm just so glad she's on our team. She's amazing. And so uh, with all this going on, you, you've launched some other things, too. You've got your podcast going, which I know is going well. And tell us about your show that you've got going on. What What is – I know you interviewed Mike Lindell. Was that on your show that you interviewed him? It was for my show and my podcast. So my, okay. my show I've been doing for about, uh, about two years. Um, I started doing a show. Uh, on Facebook, YouTube, and uh, Twitter, it streams live now on all three platforms at six o'clock te- Texas time, seven p.m. Eastern. And I'll cover the last, you know, twenty-four hours news, uh, news on politics, current event uh, issues, culture, cultural issues. Um, and then uh, just about two months ago, I decided to launch a podcast and get into the podcast space. A lot of people, it's kind of taken over radio. People like, you know, who they who they like to listen to, they can just pull up the podcast. So. My podcasts Absolutely. are a combination of my daily shows, um, as well as one-on-one in-depth interviews that I get to do with people like Mike Lindell, the My Pillow, you know, CEO yeah. that got an yeah. amazing story, uh, yes. loves Jesus, you know, completely, yep. you know, completely uh, freed from addiction, was 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 a cocaine addict, crackhead, uh, to CEO, and that's that literally the title of his book is What Are the Odds, you know, from crack addict to CEO. And right. The story is just amazing. So I had a chance to interview him for almost 90 minutes. And wow. uh, so that's on my podcast. That's uh, the David J. Harris Jr. Show can be found on Google Play, uh, iTunes or Spotify. And um, yeah, that just kind of brings full circle. Another aspect of me just trying to reach the masses and, and bring the truth to uh, bring some truth back to media and uh, and be a source for uh, conservatives or Christians to gain some insights from individuals uh, and from news that we don't get from our mainstream media. Isn't that the truth? We need that. You know, and, and I think, you know, one of the the podcast world, as you know, I mean, you know, it's blowing up. It really is. It's such a, it's such an easy uh, format for everybody to access. Right. And so, yeah. Uh, yeah so we want our listeners to, to download your podcast, subscribe, rate, and share. Uh, we need that five-star ratings. We we need more of David J. Harris Jr. out there. We need to hear more black conservative people that are out there t- making a stand. And and listen, you know, it's it's one thing to go vote, man, but one thing you you get up on those airplanes and start saying Trump 2020 and wearing that hat. <laughs> and it, and I I love the way you walk around. You walk around, you know, Washington D.C. or Dallas or wherever you're walking around with the hat. Just waiting for somebody to give you give you the business, you know, and uh, <laughs> and it's it's so cool because you know some people love it and some people give you the business, right? I mean, yeah, you, know, you never know, yeah. And so, yeah, how, do a, how do you deal? How do you deal? I get a lot more thumbs up and whispers of "I like your hat" than yeah. than, uh, <laughs> than I do the trash talk. 
I was in yeah. DC a couple of weeks ago and I was going down one of the big uh, escalators to go to the uh, subway. And as I'm going down this, uh, this black gentleman going up, uh, I'm almost to the bottom and I hear F Trump. And he said the word, but he's all F Trump. <laughs> right. And I was like, no, he's, I, I said, no, he's good. He's all, no, F Trump. No, no, no. And I'm like, yeah, as you're going up on your escalator. Right. And I don't have my <laughs> phone out, so I didn't catch it. But, uh, uh-huh. but other than that, and I had one other lady that walked by and she, she was walking by me and as she's walking towards me, she says, I don't know how you could support him. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, I don't know how you could not support him. And yeah, so I just try to have little comebacks, but um, but for most for the most part, I have uh, uh, I hear a lot more people say I like your hat, you know, give me thumbs up uh, than I do, especially than I did three years ago because I've been doing this for a few years. Yeah, but, uh, so it's, I've seen the temperature I think of the American people's hearts towards this president change because of yes. his policies, because of his agenda, yes. because of what he has done uh, for our country, bringing so many jobs back, six hundred thousand manufacturing jobs back. He keeps breaking jobs. Uh, reports, records, what they estimate he's doing way above and uh, exceeding and even going back to past months and adding more jobs. You know, he's putting a focus on America first. Uh, it's one yes. thing about this whole Corona virus, uh, you know, that I think there's so much, there's too much hysteria and pandemic that's, that's in the mainstream media about it. Um, we, yes. We've dealt with things like this in the past, but they're trying to now blame the president for it, which is ridiculous. He took decisive action within weeks of hearing about it. And That's uh, right. closed borders, you know, closed, closed uh, travel from China and said, we need to make sure that this is, you know, not something that's going to get out of hand. And they called him a racist for it. Now the Democrats are saying, yeah. he's not doing enough, didn't do enough. And they just, they just, they don't know their, they don't know their head from their behind, literally. No. And they, they're willing to do and say anything they can to try to get the, the people that aren't paying attention and aren't awake and are writing off of emotions and not facts and truth. They're trying to do anything they can to just continue to try to throw salt at this president but uh, it's kind of like Haman, you know, it's uh, Haman's gallows. Yep. It's all going to flip. Everything they've tried to throw at this president has flipped upside down. They've landed on their head uh, and the president walks out unscathed. So I believe it's because he's anointed by God to be in this Amen. situation, to be the position to lead our country. Uh, he is the modern day Cyrus. He is uh, helping to re- rebuild the walls, bring uh, the children of Israel back, bring God's people back, I think, to a heartbeat for that's for him. And it's a spiritual battle that we're in. And the Christians, Christians and believers that are out there that that don't understand the spiritual battle, then they're they're in the battle and they don't realize they're on the wrong side if they're not supporting this president, his agenda. So it's a it's an honor to be in this fight and to be championing these values that uh, that the president is championing. And uh, it's a it's a it's an amazing journey. Well, it is. And what what I you know what I look at it's amazing because you know we elected him in 2016. Great great. Uh, everybody watched the miracle happen on election night. I mean, it was just amazing. And, uh, you know, we, we got to witness a live miracle on national TV. And so with that, you know, he, you know, I call him the, you know, the GSD president, he gets stuff done, you know, and, you know, he's a businessman. And as you know, as you're a businessman, I'm a businessman. We tend to just get things done. Right. I mean, you know, if, if, and cause otherwise you walk around in theory, you know, you walk around in, you know, uh, white paper theory and all this other stuff, you know, and how about how about just getting things done? I think that's what I think what I forecast. And I'm sure you feel this, too. I think it's going to be a, a landslide except for California, New York, Washington and Oregon. I think he's going to carry the country. And I think that in most people out there, uh, I, I would say, you know, probably a good 60 percent, 65 percent of the of the electorate out there is going to vote for him. I really do believe that because I think that it's, it's they see something actually getting done. It's the first time I think, you know, in, in you know, 30 some years since since Reagan was in the White House, we actually got a president that actually is doing what he said he's going to do. In fact, I think he, he's done it even more so than Ronald Reagan. And I loved Ronald Reagan's first president I got to vote for. But I do believe that he's moving things at such a pace it's a net break speed compared people aren't used to that they're used to people going in there and dealing with gridlock and just succumbing to the to the establishment and he's counter that he's he's the bull in the china china shop that we needed and it's making a difference absolutely 110 percent. everything you said i agree with i think it is going to be a landslide um i believe that the only chance that the democrats have of trying to unseat this president is going to be through voter fraud. I think that uh, every action that they've taken on trying to open the borders to illegals 
and then states like New York giving illegals driver's licenses is to try to thwart the uh, 2020 election, you know, with, uh, yeah. with the vote of illegals voting for Democrats because they give the, the handouts. Um, right. but, uh, but I don't think it'll be enough. I think there's enough of us Americans that understand what's at stake, that appreciate what this president is doing and understand that we need four more years of this president. But I do agree Come with on. you. I think it's going to be a landslide. I think he's mm-hmm. going to get uh, more votes from the from the African American, the Black community than uh, than the Republican president uh, has uh, has received since I think thirty six. Going back to the last time a Republican actually got a majority of the Black vote, I don't know that he'll get a majority of the Black vote, but I believe that it will be uh, it'll far surpass what any Republican president's got for for probably over fifty years, uh, because they understand they see what he's doing is having a positive impact on the Black community. Uh, as well as the Hispanic community, as well as all Americans. And uh, it's good for yes. all of us. We need it. Amen. So I, Amen. I, I agree with you. Yeah, it's great. Sorry, I want to I want to switch politics just for a second. I want to talk about I, I want to talk about your you've got an amazing marriage. You've got a beautiful wife. You've got beautiful children. So tell me, you've been married, what, 26, 27 years? Yes, this year will be 26 uh, years that we've been married my, to my high school sweetheart and uh, two, so awesome. two beautiful daughters. Our, our youngest just turned 22. Our oldest will be 24 next month. And, uh, you know, God has been in it with us, you know, through through the, the highs and lows and in between. You know, I've had my own battles with uh, drug addiction throughout the years. And uh, my wife stood by and prayed. And that sometimes, you know, at one point she didn't know what to do. So she left. But uh, God got a hold of me and and uh, straightened me out and then uh, brought us back together. And uh, that was back in uh, 2011. So we went through that. Wow. Uh, and wow. God's just been faithful. You know, he's just been yeah. faithful. I couldn't imagine myself with anybody else. Um, she's uh, thriving. My bride is thriving and in love and life. And uh, she's a triathlete. She is on. Uh, she does those uh, Ironmans and those uh, uh, Spartan races and. Uh, so she's just, uh, she's and, <laughs> That's awesome. yeah, she's serious. She's no joke. Yeah. Man. She's, she's just on it. I get it. I remember, I remember our, meeting her and, uh, she's beautiful and she's smart and, uh, man, I didn't know she was a triathlon, but that's, <laughs> that's awesome. That's really yeah. cool. So, all right. So, uh, you, you guys have been, you know, you haven't, you, you've been, to, you've been to the mountaintop and you've been to the Valley. Yeah. And so, oh, yeah. you know, I've been to so, Death Valley. Death Valley, exactly. And, <laughs> and and also, you guys have started this business, and uh, the, the business. You know, I was asking you earlier before the show is, you know, is that business still going? And it's going, and Jennifer's running that business. So, how is that with you on the road, out there, uh, doing doing the MAGA thing and keeping America great and promoting this and and being a, being an amazing uh, black conservative leader out there for the Trump movement and for pro-life. And then, and then Jennifer's taking over this business kind of on the, I, I assume that anyway, she's kind of running the day to day of that. Is that, is that how it's going? Yeah, she is, you know, and I, I, for one, wouldn't be able to do what I do with my schedule if it wasn't for these products. I mean, I think you've tried them, you know, you know, they work. Yes, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Lance Wallnow has tried them. He, he helped put us on the map for, uh, for a whole new demographic of people that uh, that uh, appreciate and love what our products do, and you know the mental clarity, the energy, the focus, uh, you know not being weighed down by uh, by my food choices, especially when I'm on the road. I don't always have the opportunity to eat the best. Uh, I try to, but uh, just uh, you know our, our our supplement line, you know the Revive product that uh, uh, helps rebuild your body to cellular level from the inside out. Um, awesome. my, uh, unco- the uncorked drink gives me that mental clarity and focus that, uh, better than any coffee, better than tea. That's the stuff, that's the stuff I like. Than- I, that's what I like the most is the drink. I think it's awesome. Yeah. T- tell yeah. everybody how yeah, they that. can get up tell everybody the name of the company and how they can find the product. Yeah. Uncorked health and wellness. And, uh, the website is uncorked living. So it's like uncorking a bottle of wine, uncorkedliving.com is how they can uh, check out our website, check out our products. Um, yeah. And I think they'll love anything they try. I, I use my detox formula every single night. It helps keep everything regular. A lot of people have a battle with uh, bloating or even constipation. We've had Amen. some very severe cases, individuals that came to us with severe constipation. Like literally, you know, one lady had to go to the doctor every two weeks to get a suppository uh, put mm. up for a rectum in order to be able to just be regular. And after mm. a week or so, I think a few days to a week on our on our Detox Plus formula, which is designed to just cleanse the gallbladder, liver, and colon and keep everything moving, um, she started going to the bathroom regularly. So she went back to her doctor. Awesome. We, never, we never say these 
products are designed to treat, prevent, or cure anything. But she went back to her doctor and showed him the, the product. And he looked at the ingredients that are all natural, uh, highest potency and purity and herbs uh, and ingredients that you can find. And the doctor said, well, if it's working for you, you don't need to come here. So just check back in with me you know, every <laughs> six months, three or six months or whatever. And so we've had we've just got some uh, amazing products that work, uh, a product called Dream that uh, I know Lance loves. It helped get yes. him off of uh, his <laughs> sleeping medication. I forget what he was taking. He was taking a, a he was, sleeping drug. Yeah, I think he was on Ambien for a while or something. You know? Yes, Ambien. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah. so with travels, it can be hard to shut your mind down. So, you yep. know, Dream just helps me, you know, relax my mind, my muscles, get me ready to sleep. It's easier than to just fall into good sleep. I wake up refreshed and uh, uh, I actually dream a lot more than I used to as well, which is amazing because I think oh, that's healthy. a good way God can speak to us. But, um, yeah, so our, our product line is <clears throat> is amazing, uncorkliving.com and my bride handles great. Uh, customer service and, and uh, yeah. yeah, she handles all of so it, it, but it's an amazing product. Well, it is. It's a. It's an. It's a great product, and I got to speak at one of your conferences, and it was really cool. And you know, you're. So, you. You look so good. And you know, how old are you, David? Because you look. You know. You. You know. You, you look really young to have a 24 year old. Yeah, I'm 44. Come on, man. So when people when people see our kids, <laughs> you know, they're like, "What? You don't look old enough for that." I was like, "Well, I was 10." <laughs> well, you look great. But Design no, was, stuff's working I, good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. No, our 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 products are amazing, and I tell you, nothing nothing beats being filled with Holy Spirit. You know, when you've got Amen. that constant flow of God's love and goodness, and when you've got that peace that passes all understanding, uh, that you can learn to rest in, regardless of the situation or circumstances. You know, fighting anxiety is not fun. It's not good for the body. Carrying worry, carrying doubt, <clears throat> carrying anxiety is not good for the body. It wears and tears on you. So I, I think number one. Uh, aspect and blessing to my good health is just uh, having learned and and try to continually understand how good God is, and that mm-hmm. as our Papa and His presence is with us and in us, you know we can just rest no matter what storm may be in our in our way right now or surrounding us or or look like is coming. Uh, we can just rest, and when you rest, you know, and anxiety is not uh, you're not filled with anxiety and worry and and all these negative things, then I think our body shows. And then on the, in the natural side, when you've got products that really work and help as well, well, now you've got a double barrel shotgun of good health coming your way. Amen. Well, that, it's awesome. I love that. And, you know, uh, the the other thing that's really amazing uh, with the, that you've been blessed with here is this platform. And I love watching your platform grow and how God's just really breathing on this platform. And, you know, I, I was listening to your Mike Lindell uh, interview, and, you know, you probably know this, but Mike had a lot to do with the movie Unplanned, you know. Uh, yeah, and yep, he, absolutely. He gave, he gave a lot of money. And I'll tell you how small a world it is. My son in love and daughter uh wrote they did the uh soundtrack for that movie isn't that crazy oh wow that's amazing <laughs> i had no idea I, I know i mean it's so crazy it's just you know it's just that it it, it it the way god puts everything together and brings everybody together and then and then of course mike had a, a cameo appearance in the movie which uh was really good uh but that movie was profound and i remember sitting there watching that movie and just wept and the other thing i saw in that movie is other women in there getting healed who had abortions and uh knowing that god forgave them knowing that they came to that redemptive place and 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 just it's just it's just an all-around healing thing for people and and you know uh pro-life is so important and and uh when, when women go through that 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 experience and then they fill up with guilt and shame that's just the enemy coming at them and once they give their life over to jesus and let the holy spirit mend their heart and work on them it's just it's just amazing and i love the way mike comes in there and does this and puts his money where his mouth is and, and really backs these plans. And so uh, he's just an amazing individual. Yes, he is. Yeah, he's huge for the, for the cause of conservatism, for the Christian values that this country so, so needs, for the, uh, for the understanding that nobody's so far gone that God can't reach them and use them and do something mighty through them because I don't know That's if you've right. read his book or not yet, but uh, Michael, it is an amazing journey. I, I just kept on being blown away at the amount of detail that he had in his book from everything that he'd been through for you know the last 20 plus years um, and the pictures to back it up. But it was a journey, man. I was laughing. I was crying. I was like, I couldn't put the book down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Big old well, thick book. 
300 some pages well, and I finished it in a week. Listen, yeah, listening to your uh, interview with him encouraged me. I'm going to get the book and I want to read it. And, and you know, it's transparency. You know, as 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 children were so were scared of the dark, and as uh, you know, adults were terrified of the light. And when we can when we can step into that light and let God and and it be healed in that process, it's just it's just so redemptive. It really is. It's so good. So all right, uh, man, what's next? What's next for David Harris Jr.? What's on the agenda? Well, you know, I'm actually uh, scheduled to speak at a conference. Uh, Trace Atkins is doing a conference in Arizona yeah. and, uh, on the on. 27th, and there's supposed to be about 17, 18,000 people there. I was invited to speak at that. Um, nice. I've got some other events coming up with uh, Black Voices for Trump that they want me to be at uh, some different uh, venues around the country and mostly swing state cities uh, and events to be a, to be a voice uh, uh, at those events. And then uh, I love working with the Falkirk Center. The Falkirk Center was a, uh, a brainchild, basically, of Jerry Falwell Jr. of Liberty University mm-hmm. and Charlie Kirk, yep. um, who really began to see that there's a rise of socialism acceptance in the church, which mm. w- is crazy, uh, crazy to me. But there's a whole there's a whole bunch of believers that are, and there's actually pastors. Literally, I, I call them wolves in sheep's clothing because they're pastors that are trying to speak and teach that Jesus was a socialist and the rise of the appeal of socialism in our country is one thing, but in our church is an absolute different thing. It's definitely right straight from the enemy. You know, Jesus did not speak and teach anything about being a socialist. You know, when he talked about feeding the, uh, feeding the hungry and taking care of the widows and all that, that was not a recipe for government. That was a recipe for believers, for the church, what the church should be doing. You know, he uh, he definitely spoke and taught on using your talents and using your gifts. And for those that didn't use their talents and their gifts, like the parable of the of the talents, uh, the one that didn't do anything with it had their talents taken away and were called That's wicked right. and slothful. That's so right. That does not correlate with socialism uh, whatsoever. So that that was a rising concern uh, for Charlie. He talked to Jerry Falwell Jr. about it, and they said, "Let's put together a center that focuses on having strong Christians." in the media space, in speaking engagements, and being able to combat the rise and the, the, uh, the appeal, the, the perceived appeal for believers to think that Jesus was a socialist. So uh, that gave me the opportunity to speak at Liberty University a few weeks ago. I think it was actually two weeks ago, a uh, week and a half ago, actually. Uh, we're about, we're about 10,000 students at Liberty University uh, got to hear me That's share awesome. Uh, pro-life message on uh, passion without action is dead and the action happens when we vote and when who we vote for you know that's all part of a uh, part of the process so uh it, the Falkirk Center is an amazing uh center that uh I'm honored to be a part of and with all of those things happening and then speaking engagements that uh, that come up from time to time I have I have a pretty pretty good solid schedule as well as I'm working on my <laughs> second book so all right yeah that's awesome well I it just, it just, I love seeing you grow. I love seeing your voice out there and making a difference out there. Just, you know, a lot of people talk to talk, but you walk the walk. And I'm real proud of you, David. And I think it's amazing what you and Jennifer are doing and uh, just showing up big. And uh, before I get off this this interview, I, you know, we have a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of salespeople and that listen to this. And what, what you know, sometimes being an entrepreneur, as you know, uh, it's feast and famine sometimes. And so in, in, in sales, there's a lot of rejection. What kind of advice would you give uh, an entrepreneur today that's going out there who wants to start a business, wants to make their mark? Well, I would say as being a serial entrepreneur um, and, and recognizing also that as a believer, God opened doors for me and he, he gave me uh, insights. Um, uh, he he kind of, he opened the door for the first sales job that I had and I had to work hard. I had to be very digital, diligent. I wanted to be the best I could be with what I was given and then the door opened for me to open my own business. Um, and when I did, again, the hard work didn't stop. The dedication didn't stop. You are an extension uh, of every aspect of that business, no matter how small it is. And as it grows, you still have to be the extension through whoever you, you put in positions to help you manage the teams. Um, but okay. one of the blessings and the thing I really feel like I, I, I hear Papa saying right now is one of the absolute blessings that I, that I come, came to understand was that I was really in business tree. You know, yes, I was mm. in business, but it was <laughs> a ministry. Come and on. it was an opportunity for me, not only with my customers. You know, when I was just a sales guy, 
um, before I started the comp the sales company and became an owner of the company. When I was a sales guy, I had every opportunity I had to meet with a couple uh, to show them a, a presentation for for my product was an opportunity I had to meet with a couple. And I knew God knew I was going to be there, and Good. I knew that you know if there was an opportunity for me to speak any message of life or hope or or pray for somebody, uh, you know, then I wanted to be that person. And I can't tell you how rewarding it was to not think about the the job I was in, and and that you know progressed even to when I was then the owner. Uh, and then had salespeople to work in for me, and I got a chance to speak to the salespeople and the management and the telemarketing staff. You know, they were it was my ministry to them, uh, knowing you know that that I was a connecting point from heaven to them, and that just made it so much of a blessing. You know, obviously yeah. you've got to dot the i's and cross the t's and be diligent and work hard and be ethical and honest and integrous in everything you do, right? Those are all the things we can do and should do in the natural. But then in the spirit realm, in the supernatural, understanding that we're God's chosen connection point for them, for their place of business or work, and being able to carry the kingdom into that business uh, with us and into those relationships with us, uh, it was just a blessing. I got to pray with people. I got to pray with my, you know, I've, I made some lasting, uh, and they tell me, impactful um, and uh, uh, impacts on individuals that used to work for me when I just had, mm. when I just took the time to pray with them, you know, when I just, good. you know, when you're, when you're the boss, right. And yet you yeah. have a heart to say, Hey, what's going on? Can we pray? Can I pray with you? Uh, you know, that, that, that leaves a mark on people, and sure especially does. in a world where, where that's not the norm, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> right. it's needed. Right. So I would right. just say my, my two cents for the business people out there is understand you're in business tree. You know, you carry the kingdom with you and, and, and have a kingdom business, you know, make God the center of it and honor him with, with every aspect of what you're doing and realize that you're the ambassador for those people, you know, from the kingdom to meet with them and then expect God, you know, to show up and do things, you know, when you pray and and in people's lives and you pray for them. And, and we have a God that's hungry to meet people and he's, he's hungrier than we are to share about him. And if we're just willing to uh, obey, you know, and I, I also had the privilege and the honor of meeting with people and, and praying and seeing them healed instantly. And it was just like, so you awesome. know, that's just, that's our, that's our Papa. He is good. That's right. You know, yes, he still heals just like he saves and, you know, just like he forgives. He does all those things. Amen. So to uh, good, business people out there, yeah, enjoy the journey. It's a romantic journey of faith. Yes, there's ups and downs, but even in the, even in the lows, I would always remember my Papa God knew I was going to be here. What does he want me to get out of being in this scenario, out of being in this valley, out of being in this seemingly pit, you know, that, that looks like I can't, you know, pay this or that or, you know, whatever, whatever the challenge may be. God knew I'd be here. So how does he want me to respond? And when Man, I got that's, that that's good. and began to respond with faith and began to respond, you know, not with doubt and unbelief, but just faith and thankfulness that God is in this with me. I'm not by myself. Uh, it's, it's something that, um, definitely shaped, I think the course of the rest of my life. And I still try to hold that dear to my heart with everything that happens today. Amen, man. It's a good sermon, bro. I love that. (laughs) So good. That's so good. It encourages me and that, you know, we need to hear this and, uh, that's so good, David. So, uh, as we wind this down, I want to, I, I want you to, cause you've got so many channels going on. I want, I want you to recap the channels and I know you've got this new uh, podcast going. So tell everybody how they can find you. I know you've got a, you know, we, we've got a, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to catch you on the downloads, but we're getting there, but uh, you've got a lot of people following you. So I want more people to follow you. So how can they, how can they locate David Harris? So my website is davidharrisjr.com. And from there they can find the icons for, uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, my handle on everything is David J. Harris Jr. My uh, show on uh, my podcast is the David, uh, the David J. Harris Jr. Show. Uh, my book, uh, Why I Couldn't Stay Silent, you can get that. There's even an option where you can get it personalized um, and signed by me. You can get that at my website, DavidHarrisJr.com. If somebody likes Audible, then I am on Audible, and I did do the narration for that. Uh, Come so on, I man. couldn't stay silent is on Audible as well. And literally then, uh, couldn't stay yeah. silent. <laughs> What's that? Wow. You literally couldn't stay silent. So you read your literally, book. Literally, yeah. I <laughs> That's awesome. 
Man, that's good. Well, thank you. And you got YouTube. And one more tip. Well. One more tip. Yeah. For, for those yeah, that are on. still on here, I got to let you know if you hadn't heard this already, uh, something else I'm really excited about is Promise Keepers is making a oh, comeback. Yeah. Yes. They're their their promise keepers uh, their first big promise keepers event is going to be at AT&T Stadium right here in Dallas uh July 31st and August 1st um it is going to be an absolutely impactful powerful time of men sons brothers friends getting together being challenged encouraged and inspired by the speakers that we're going to hear and uh and also just uh it's you know I, I'm going to be there I don't know how big or, or, or small my part will be, but my part right now is to promote. Um, I'm, I'm, I've, I'm, I've got Ken Harrison, who is the new CEO of Promise Keepers, lined up for a podcast interview. Uh, I became friends with him, and he told me the story of how he became the new uh, president for Promise Keepers, and it was absolutely just a God thing. I mean, so many similarities to when the, when the coach first had the download uh, about Promise Keepers, uh, just a true patriot businessman. Uh, that was wildly successful, manages a, a fund of, I think, several hundred million dollar fund and was going to retire in Colorado and just hunt and hike the rest of his life. And God showed up and basically said, if you don't do this, you're not going to be hunting and hiking either. <laughs> so <laughs> so he, he literally felt the fear of God and was like, but felt encouraged. And uh, <laughs> so it's going to be huge. So promisekeepers.org. Yeah. And if somebody wants to get their tickets, they can use the code David. I've secured a special discount for my friends. I uh, use that code man. David at promisekeepers.org, and uh, we'll see you there. That's so good. That's so awesome. Well, thank you so much, my man. You're amazing. You're on fire. Uh, may God continue to breathe on you and Jennifer and your business and, and uh, your pro-life movement and just going out there, being, being salt and light out there and, and just making a stand. It's really honored. Uh, we're honored to have you on this podcast, and we thank you, and we wish you the best of luck on all future endeavors, David. Thank you, Michael. Well, it's been a blessing to be on your show. Uh, thank you so much for inviting me and uh, look forward to getting connected with you soon, brother. You got it, my man. Hey, friends, please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share our podcast on Apple, Spotify, and all other platforms where great podcasts are found. Thank you. Thank you for checking out the Next Level Podcast. For more information or additional resources, please visit themichaelmcintyre.com.